Hey, 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 this is Ty, the Family Made Mom, coming to you today. We are talking about control, controlling our kids. Listen, you know, I'm super huge on definition. So when we think about controlling our kids, I think uh, some people think like, oh, if you don't control your kids, they'll be out of control. Well, I think you're probably right. Um, but what type of control, what's the limit? Where do we end, <laughs> you know, the, where, where do we set that boundary rather to control? To control means the power to influence or direct people's behavior or the course of events. It's a group or individual used as a standard of comparison for checking the results of a survey or experiment. Um, I want to look at it in both ways. I want to look at it as a standard of comparison. So when we look at control, here's some words I want to push, push into your mindset. Power. As parents, we have certain powers. We have certain leverage. Uh, some people, rather than saying power, they would like to use the word leverage because it makes it seem a little bit easier. However, nonetheless, it is still power. You have a certain level of influence, leverage that you use, whether it is food whether it is freedom, whether it is playtime, whether it is shelter, whether it is uh, transportation, so many different things that are used as leverage to get kids to do things that normally they may not want to do or they do not understand the reason why they should do things. When I say, um, should we be controlling our kids? I want to know, should we be, where, what, what is the boundary there? And I'm not saying it like, I don't know, because clearly I'm aware. I'm aware that there are people that go over their limit, over their boundaries. And I'm aware that um, when we get into mom guilt, which we're going to be talking about too. I can't wait to talk about that mom guilt. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. But uh, we're going to be talking about that a little bit more, but I believe that as parents, we've watched things that either our parents did, our grandparents did, or our peers around us. Oh, well, I saw Becky do this and Janet was doing this. And then, oh, Lucinda was doing this and uh, Anita was doing this. And I really liked her approach. I liked what she did. So I'm going to try that. So here's a scenario. So. Your child doesn't want to clean their room. They don't see the point in it. It's their room. They want to leave their room exactly like it is because it is their room. Back up off of me, mom, dad, sister, brother, whoever. This is my domain. I should be able to have it however I want to. Okay, so in effort to give them some sort of freedom to express themselves and to understand what is enough, you may say, okay, you may, you're right, go ahead, leave your room just the way it is. However, if you want to do anything, your room needs to be clean. If you want to go outside, your room needs to be clean. 
If you want to go hang with your friends, if you want to drive the car today, if you want to test drive for your license, uh, children of a younger age, you know, we just stick with if you want to go outside or if you want your treat, that's where leverage comes in. That's when it becomes out of bounds. Out of bounds says I'm not even trying to um, get you to do something that you should actually do. I'm not even trying to establish a cause and effect here. What I'm actually trying to do is manipulate you. Now I'm trying to beguile, seduce, sway you to do things my way. That's when I believe we've stepped over the boundaries. Have we done it? Uh, yeah, in some way, I'm pretty sure somebody offered their two-year-old candy to do what they wanted them to do or to get them to stop crying. Here, you want this? Yeah, we've all done it. Listen, this is not a kick me in the bun session. It's not. Nope, that's not me. Because guess what? I'm laying my cards on the table. I've done it. I might even have did a little bit of it this weekend when my daughter wouldn't let me do her hair. I might have. Hey, I might have said, hey, do you want a treat? Okay, if you want your treat, I need you to sit still. Yeah, her hair is super curly. Sometimes she doesn't want to cooperate. Sometimes it takes me to the moon. Maybe, just maybe, I offered something. Small in nature, doesn't really matter. Still probably shouldn't have did it. What we do is we condition our kids for these responses. It's almost like when they did it in uh, psychological research. And they said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Like, think of a dog. And I'm using it as an extreme because I want you to think of how extreme it is. It's ridiculous. And we still do it. Yikes. So with a dog, we say the dog, we're training the dog. I wave a treat in front of you. You come to me. You do what I'm asking you to do. Every time you do what I ask you to do, bink, here's a treat. I ring the bell. You come. Here's a treat. I say, hey, Bobby, can you come here? You come and now I got a treat. Oh, thanks for doing that. Here, here you go. I got this for you. What I'm asking is, as parents, is this over and beyond? Is this beyond the boundaries, beyond the limits? Or is this within limits? Are we saying that as a parent, it's okay to manipulate our children to condition them that manipulative behaviors is okay. And then when they use them as adults, it's not okay. But only in certain circumstances. So then we condition them to think that manipulative behaviors. Can I use that to get the man I want? Can I throw a little cheek around? Can I throw a little boob around? Can I move my body in a certain way and get you to be in my trance of my body's movements? Or can I swave money in this girl's face and then it's okay. Now I've bought her. Now I got her. When we don't establish boundaries of what we are doing, we actually teach or train our children that certain Negative behaviors are okay. Case in point, we went to a uh, basketball tournament this weekend in um, Pittsburgh. It was super fun. Had a great time. And um, 
we had already played the team before, but now we were in the championship bracket. We were 3-0 and at the time. They had only lost one game. Uh, when we played them before, we actually could have won by a whole lot more. Uh, but I believe everybody was just kind of excited that they were up and maybe they relaxed a little taste. Whatever, whatever. So now we're playing them again. And the team was already pretty hostile the first time their coach was, rather. Um, but now we're playing them again. And in the game, the coach begins to cuss at the kids and say, make these choice word, choice words, remember your name. They going to remember your name. And I'm like, we're going to remember you. That's what I'm thinking in my head. But he pumped in so much negative into them. And you know, you're like, oh no, coaches are supposed to do that. They're supposed to encourage them. You're supposed to encourage them that way in your huddle. That's what you say in your huddle. They're going to remember us. You do what you have to do in this game. So in the middle of the game, he's saying, grab them, hit them, foul them. Get these MFers. Da, 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 da. He's really going in. And we're sitting there like, yikes and spikes. What are you relaying to these kids? You're toxic, venomous. And here they are learning your toxic, venomous behavior. Another coach, he is, um, and I'm saying coaches because, you know, I'm a parent and family coach, but also coaches stand in the place of parents for so many children. They are your mentor, the person that you are looking up to, the person that you are guiding through this point of their life. You are their tour guide for this part of their life. So similar to a parent. And for some people on the team, like my husband, he's a coach and a father. So you guide in so many different directions. And if you're not careful, you'll be doing it the wrong way. One of the teams that we played, they had never lost. Well, they were in the highest bracket with us and he was losing. So he starts going off. You guys got 16 year olds playing in a game. And I'm thinking like, boo, I put that book together. I know everybody's birthday and I know good and well, the biggest kid on here is the youngest kid on here. And so he's going off in front of all his players and uh, our coach hands him the book like here, here's the book. You can check each and every birth certificate. You can check each and every report card. It's all here. Nothing is fake. Nothing is maneuvered. Here you go. And I just thought to myself, man, how do if this is what coaches look like, how do we look like behind closed doors as parents? We show all these different emotions in front of our children and some of us on a day to day basis. We show them our anger in effort to control them. When I get angry, you do exactly what I say. But then we teach them, right, that our anger is a tool to get what we want. So what does that breed? Then. Some parents use their emotions. Oh, you have hurt me so bad. And they know if they get into that, that they can get whatever they want. So now you've manipulated them with your tears. 
or some of us use pain. Yes, some people do have uh, pain in their bodies and things like that. But there's some parents, oh, I'm really hurting right now. Oh, I'm in so much pain. Mommy's just not feeling good today. Can you please do this, this, and this? So I'm manipulating you with my pain. When is it more than enough? When have we gone too far? You know that you have gone too far when your behaviors are um, manipulative. What do you mean when you say manipulative? What I mean, and I didn't mean to add that extra IVE, so just act like you didn't hear it. But when I say the word manipulate, I mean that you are using, remember we talked about power, influence, and leverage. You are using your power, influence, leverage. Your leverage can also be your authority. I use my place in this home, my role in this home. Because I am your mother, you will do as I say. Guess what? That's within reason. Because that is true. Because I am your mother, you are to respect me. That's within reason. But if I ask you to do something outside of that reason factor, and I'm going to do a blog on this, and I'm going to put some extras in there because I really want us to understand as parents, sometimes we have released such toxic behaviors to our children. But when they display those behaviors back, we are at in a place of awe. We're upset. We don't appreciate it. We tell our children things like, do as I say, not as I do. Don't follow me. Don't be like me. I'll tell my children things like that. Like, don't be like me because I've told them so many stories of things that I've done in my youth because I'm a transparent parent. Um, I believe that in my transparency, I'm helping you to understand that not only do I understand some of the things that you go through, I've actually done them. And here's the reason why I did them. I use it as a form of guiding and instructing, but not as a form of manipulation. You know, and I don't want my kids to be like me. I absolutely want you to be way better than me. I want you to see where I stepped. And if I stepped in some doo-doo along, along my journey, I want you to say, I'm not going to put my foot in the same doo-doo that my mom did. Nope. I'm not going to be stinky feet. I'm not going to walk a stinky path. I'm going to walk a better path than what she did. I don't care if it's the two, my two-year-old. If you are my two-year-old and you see me doing wrong, I don't want you to do what I do. I'm so sorry that I showed you that. Mommy was wrong. No, no. That's an effective behavior because we have to show our children that we messed up. We did something and it wasn't right. So now I have to come back to you and I have to tell you that, listen, the way that I did that, the way that I tried to get you to do this, this or this, or when I did this, that was wrong. Guess what? I was actually trying to get you to do something that I wanted you to do. And yes, I did want you to do it. Yes, I could have done it myself. But the way I went about it was so wrong. I did it all the wrong way. Should we be controlling our kids? The answer to that is no. There has to be, there is, you've got to learn a better way. 
Well, it just feels like you're breathing down my throat. Listen, I'm breathing down my own throat. I got to take this too. I got to take this here pill too. As parents, listen, even though there's no handbook, we are fully aware sometimes of the things that we are doing. Some things we look back after the fact and we're like, oh my gosh, did I do that? Yikes. And I made a habit of trying to go back immediately. I'm sorry. I should not have done that. You have my sincere apology. And let me tell you how I should have done it. And when I tell them how I should have done it, not only am I coming clean, but I'm saying, listen, here's the way I should have done it. And guess what? Sometimes my kids come back and say, you know what, mom, I hear what you're saying, but what about this way? And guess what? Their way might be better than the way I just thought about. So now not only do I have one way I can redo it if I, the option, if the uh, circumstance ever comes about again, but I also have another way that's better. It's better than the better way. Huh. The better best, huh? But parents, I really want you to see what I'm seeing. If I continue in a path where I am constantly using my power, my influence, my leverage, my role, my authority to get things that I want from my kids, when I can simply just use my words and say exactly what I want. I want you to clean the kitchen. Why? Simple answer, because I said so. Some of these new kids on the block will say things like, why? And what if I don't? Now, I'm a different kind of parent and I don't tolerate that. However, if you are a parent that does, here's something that I like to say. People will only do what we allow. Well, what if my child is getting older? I can't just beat them. You shouldn't have to beat them. Some of our ways of parenting are so loose that we have created a consistent line of disrespect. We're disrespectful. Our home is disrespectful. And when we walk outside, we're disrespectful. It's a continual line of negative behaviors just going all through the home. Or you become so passive in parenting and now you don't know how to get back. I've been there too. I've been a passive parent. I've been to the point where I was like, you know what? I just don't want to be harsh. I don't want to be like this parent or that parent that I saw because it broke my heart seeing that and I don't want to be her. Well, let me tell you what happened when I was a passive parent. When I was a passive parent and I was allowing certain behaviors and my kids started using me like a doormat, I said, no ma'am, no ham, no spam. Not going to do it. And that didn't mean that I went on a rage of beating my kids. Absolutely not. I did not. But I absolutely became the assertive parent. I will assert how I feel and insert my opinion right here. And I will let you know that this is the bottom line. And no, I don't have to get smart. I don't have to yell. I don't have to get nasty. But sometimes I do. Just because I might be feeling like that. But I definitely, definitely, definitely want to say this. 
what I have learned is that when I say what I mean, it goes a long way. When I tell my children that the fact that you are challenging my authority, authority shows your level of disrespect, not even just for me. It shows your level of ignorance. And I mean ignorant in the proper definition without knowledge. It shows that you are without knowledge of how it makes you look, how you must feel on the inside and how you must feel about yourself. Because to disrespect somebody, I have to first disregard how I am going to look, how I'm going to feel, how I am going to sound so that I can belittle, degrade or deduce somebody to nothing. As if who they are does not matter. That's what disrespect really says. I am deducing you, reducing you. You no longer have the value, the worth that you think you do. I'm taking that from you in my mind. And now I'm speaking it out of my mouth or I am demonstrating it in my actions. So when we go to control, to manipulate, remember that you are reducing your value. You are reducing your worth. You are disregarding your character and your integrity. And if you have not heard the podcast that I did on respect, honor, and integrity and character, please go back and listen to those. I've listened to them over myself. Because I want to remind myself what it really means to respect people. I don't just respect the people that I feel deserve it. Because some of us feel like our kids are so nasty and disrespectful. They deserve whatever they got coming to them. But they didn't just get it from anywhere. And guess what? They can only continue in it if you allow well, my teen is out of control. My child is out of control. They need this butt whooping. They need to be yelled at. They need somebody to get in there behind like they've been getting in other people's behind. It's the way. It's all about the way that we do it. And if you think that your way is so good, it's so much better. I just want to let you know that there is a better way. And remember, tie the family made mom. I built this podcast simply because I wanted to tell somebody else that I know where you're coming from. I know what it's like to feel out of control, to feel like you have no more control over your home, to feel like you have no more control over your kids, to feel like your kids are out of line. And I'm not talking about your kids hitting you and doing all that. That is way beyond and no one has to tolerate domestic violence. I won't say that at all. And if you are in a place where your children have become violent and abusive, I encourage you to get help. Get it. And do not enable your children by allowing them to continue in their mess. What do you mean? If my children are becoming violent and abusive to me and I allow them to stay in that place where they feel that that's okay. Guess what I'm producing? 
I'm producing the next person who will go out and have an aggravated assault charge. Who's going to stop me? My own parents couldn't. They weren't even strong enough to call the law when they needed to. They allowed me to continue. Remember, we talked about abuse in the home and what it looks like. We also talked about the fact that sometimes our children are in need of psychological assistance. Sometimes your children are in need of rehabilitation because they've gone too far. And guess what? If you cannot help them, get them to someone who can. All these systems are not built to help kids. I understand that. But just like you said, all of them aren't. But some of them are. How much do you love your child? How far are you willing to go to get them the help that they need? I don't have the finances to keep doing this. Do what you can with what you have. But you do not have to tolerate abuse and disrespect. Should we control our kids? That answer still remains a big no-no. No. We shouldn't control our kids. And guess what? Your kids shouldn't be controlling you. They shouldn't. They simply should not. But the only way they'll be able to do that, listen to this, is if we allow them. If we give them the room to do so, then they will do it. Not only will they do it, they will enjoy what they're doing. They'll become better and better at doing it in ways so that they don't get caught. That's even the forms of lying, manipulation, stealing. Sometimes behaviors that we allow to continue, not only for ourselves, but for our children, they multiply. If I can do it in my home, let me see if I can do it in school. Mastered it. I can do it in school. Now let me see if I can do it at work. Mastered it. Now let me see if I can do it on this level, on this level, on this level, on this level. You give someone an inch, they will take a mile. So here's what I'm going to do because I really feel really passionate about this subject. I'm going to do a blog about it. And so you'll see the blog Tuesday morning. And not only that, you'll also see some help tips, some little images that you can take and you can use them. What is too much? What is too much? Parents, we're not to control our kids. No one's controlling us. And if you are in a place where you are being controlled, get out. That's not a healthy behavior. That's not a healthy environment. It breeds aggression, depression. It's a breeding ground for trauma. If you're not already experiencing it, it's painful. It's dehumiliating. Wait a minute. It's humiliating. Ha! Dehumiliating. It's humiliating. You don't want that. You don't need that and you don't deserve it. And neither do our children. 
When we control people, it is because we have a motive that is not pure. Listen to this. You know, I like to come from biblical perspectives. Even God does not control us. He gives us a free will. Pause. I'm not saying we give our children a free will, but what does God do? He gives us guidelines, gives us rules and instructions. And then with his love and with his correction, he guides us through life and helps us to stay on the right path. If what? If we choose to stay on the right path, if we choose to follow his instructions. And some people might say, oh, no, he allows things to happen. Yeah, he might allow those things to happen. But guess what? Most of the time, most of the time, when those things happen and you are in right standing, it's not because you've done something wrong. Well, good things happen to bad people all the time. I'm not here to debate that. My point is. God does not control us. He doesn't. Gives us free will. You have a choice. And guess what? Our children have a choice to follow your instructions or not. And the way that we show them the right way to go is not by controlling them. It's actually by loving them and correcting them in love. Honey, I got one of them kids that need his butt whooped. Oh no, my son is different. He's totally, totally different. I get it. Some children do need correction, but they don't need to be beat. They don't. They don't. And sometimes we take things out of context. I know I did. I know I did. Ooh, Jesus. I know I did. And while I wasn't beating my kids, I definitely was doing some stuff wrong. I definitely was yelling a whole, whole lot. So here's what I want to say. Remember what your motive is. If your motive is to teach them that you will follow instructions. The reason that you're following instructions is because you have to understand to not follow instructions could be your demise. Remember, the basics of parenting is merely teaching you how to survive. Following instructions is part of survival. What kind of instructions am I following though? Am I following instructions that are just basic instructions or Are these your unreasonable requests? Why are you asking me to do it? Are you asking me to do it because you're too lazy to do it yourself? What is your reasoning? I'm just really big on that. What is your reasoning? Is it your logical? I like to say things to my kid. Okay, I can sincerely do this myself. But can you just do it for me, please? I really don't feel like doing it right now. I don't feel like moving. And then they should have a choice. Yes, no. But here's something I'll say, always say. 
it's best if we treat others how we want to be treated. When we are tired, do we want to do a whole bunch of stuff? No. When we know our kids are tired, should they have to do a whole bunch of stuff? No. But look, if your children are escaping from their chores, that's a whole different ball game. Whole different ball game. And you have to be able to put things in their proper perspective. If you are someone who says, listen, I don't feel like I am trying to control my kids, but I really want to learn how to put things in their proper perspective. I would love to help you. Oh, absolutely love to help. You know, that's what I do. I'm a parent and family coach. I would love to help you show you what your family dynamic should look like and how you can rearrange things in their proper order. If you just need that kind of help, want to talk about it, email me at thefamilymademom at gmail.com and I can get you the information on that, show you how to do things in that way. Because that's, that's really what it is. Sometimes we know everything to do. We just don't know how to do it in and put it in its proper perspective. It takes time to learn those things. And it takes time to figure out why we're doing what we're doing and how it's really affecting our children and our home. Be the kind of person that does things out of the kindness and sincerity of your heart. Because when you do things with a pure motive, your results are much more pure. They're much more wholesome. They're safer. They're reliable. What do you mean? When you do things with a pure motive, when I am leading and guiding my children with a pure motive, guess what? I'm going to get more respectful children. I'm going to get children that even if you question me, you're going to question me in a way to say, okay, mom, I know that you said this, but my friend, they were able to do this, 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 and this, and still they are like this. You know, you get it's a more wholesome conversation. It's a much more respectful conversation. Even if they are what you would call challenging questions, you're still done with respect. Remember, you are the safe place. You're supposed to be the safe place. If you are there in a controlled environment, they're not even free to think. They're not free to think properly. Because they realize that they're on a puppet stick. Is that what you want? Or do you want children who understand how to think for themselves? Who know how to problem solve and work things out on their own? Be the kind of person who you're not trying to control. You're just a tour guide. Remember that in life you are the tour guide. I'm showing you where to go, where not to go, how to get there in a safe way. Because, you know, the tour guide ain't trying to put itself in harm's way. This is not national treasure. We are not going on a dangerous adventure. I am simply your tour guide, ma'am. Sir, kid, simply the tour guide. Right? So think of it like that. Parenting. We are the guide. We are we are the guide under the guide's instruction, the head guide's instruction. You know, God is the one that gives us our guidance. He's leading us where we need to go. And as long as we're following his directions, we can't go wrong. 
Along the way, you might mess up a little bit. Remember, that's where transparent parenting comes in, where we're able to say, listen, you know what? I messed up. I didn't do that right. So now I got to come back to you and I have to tell you that, listen, I did not do that right. I should have done this, this and this. And then I got to be willing to move from there. All right. This is tied to family made mom. Listen, I want to hear from you. If after listening to this podcast, you really want some instruction, you want to know how to do this better. Let me know. And I want to help you. All right. Message me like subscribe and share because sharing is caring. This is Ty, the family made mom. Be blessed.